I'm Jared McGrew. And I'm Gary Butterfield. And this is Ultimate Days of Future Cast, the podcast where we cover all things X-Men, Marvel. Not all things. That'd be exhausting, Gary. Even we don't have the patience yeah. to do all things X-Men. Like we die before we did it. More <sighs> comics come out than, than we could cover. I, would, I mean, like, there's so much, and there's so much history that we would be, I don't... I wonder if the explain the X Men folks have like done the planning and figured out when they're ever going to like catch up to the modern day, like they, they move a lot quicker. Yeah, <clears throat> I guess they do they, cover they like do, arcs do, and stuff. Yeah, yeah, they, they they cover an arc at, at a time. But also, I I've oftentimes thought when that when I first started listening to that podcast, I was like, oh, it's going to have like the Talking Simpsons problem where they're going to have to cover some bad X Men. Mm-hmm. Like they're obviously in this because they have affection for like the Claremont stuff. Uh, but apparently, they got to the '90s stuff and. They're still trucking, so they're they're okay. Yeah. And they're going to get to the early 2000s, like the 12 Search for Cyclops bullshit. Onslaught. They're going to talk about Onslaught. Oof. Like, that's a horrible fucking comic. No, thank you. <laughs> um, <laughs> so i uh, very, very curious about that. I think that we could become, that we cover all things in X-Men and Marvel if we were to become the world's two most boring vampires. Okay. Okay. So like we're using our, our dark gift to sleep all day yep. and then how do I get the blood in this, in this plan? Like, that's the thing that my vampire brain immediately goes to. It's like, I've got to go be doing some cool vampire shit to get blood. Like no nerdy vampires yeah. get blood. You know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, there's a lot of different, different options. Okay. You know, for that, like you go to a, like a blood bank, you could feast on transient people. That happens a lot. Sometimes animal blood will work depending on what clan you're in. Okay. You know? Mm-hmm. So you you do that, but it wouldn't be for cool vampire shit. Like we're going to be pretty busy in this scenario. Like we have a lot of catching up to do. <laughs> it's going to be eight hours in the coffin, fourteen hours podcasting, two hours for meals every day for a couple centuries to catch up. Okay. So, <laughs> yeah. and I, but after that, our time is our own. Like once we're caught up, and eventually the Marvel universe will end, and then we're free to do whatever vampire shit we want to do. Well, eventually I will be yeah. using my vampire powers to end the Marvel universe because I am done with this. <laughs> stop this <laughs> like, just like showing up at uh joe casada's house and just like no like you you've outlived your usefulness mortal kevin feige stop <laughs> i can't deal with it anymore it's been 40 years yeah. kevin stop making movies the, the, the uh i love the idea of then you getting arrested and then like a you know, a lawyer trying to explain your motivation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, ladies and gentlemen of the jury, my client was only guilty of not wanting to get up and spend 14 hours podcasting. Whom's amongst us would imagine being would blame him. Uh, a vampire podcast host though. And like, you know, Hey, I'm Jeremy. I'm Gary. This is the podcast that's been going for 250 years now. And we're not quitting. <laughs> like just, yeah, just real casual, just the most dedicated, <laughs> dedicated podcasters in the world. We have the, uh, we're, I'm, I'm podcasting. I'm drinking out of Ira Glass's skull. Uh, <laughs> and I'm sitting on a chair made of Mark Maron. And we are podcast royalty. <laughs> Sitting on a chair made of Mark Maron. <laughs> <laughs> oh man do y'all remember that time that spotify tried to do podcasts man that was 70 years ago imagine that yeah, like ancient history the kid the younglings today don't understand their vampire podcast history <laughs> they never um, do they never have and they never will carry yeah the audience would be really difficult for that like it'd be all the other old vampires who still remember the comics mm-hmm. while like all the new vampires are like cyber vaping you know vr experiments and shit 
you know, they, they would not be into this old media in terms of comics or podcasts. Oh, so like, like so they'd be the YouTubers of vampires. Is that what I'm hearing? Yeah, yeah. Like they, they'd be, they'd be Twitch streaming. They'd, they'd be, be like in, in you know, hot tubs full of blood and shit. They'd be like TikTokers, the, t- the TikTok vampire <laughs> yeah. teens. Yeah. <laughs> um, and we would just be here like the old guard, just, you know, begging for donations. Yes. Please donate style. to our Patreon. <laughs> If you would like to become an apprentice, no vampirism required. Yeah, if you'd like to become a ghoul, yeah. uh, you, can get, you can join the ghoul tier. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good idea. Man. This is a good bit. Um, we we're wasting this right yeah, now. Like a, this is a like we should do yeah, a whole this, show bit pretending to be vampires. A whole show. Let's figure out how to do it in real life. Let's do a whole life. Let's, Let's do, do a whole life pretending to be vampires. Yeah. Um, but before we can do that, we have to talk about Magneto. Yeah, in his weird veiny hand. Yeah. Um, this is the the last issue of the opening arc of Ultimate X Men. Uh, the last issue we're covering for now. I'm sure we'll revisit Ultimate X Men again in the future, assuming that no vampires and the Marvel Universe. Um, and we have our you know our trading card cover. It's Magneto, you know, doing his fist at the camera. Lots of weird you know veins in his hand, and uh, kind of showing off. Yep. And this uh, this issue is called Invasion. This is going to be where it all comes to a head. Yep. And uh, we start off at the hotel room in Washington, D.C., where Gene and Wolverine have not been hanging out with Prince, with Xavier. Instead, they've just been shacking up all weekend eating McDonald's. And uh, yeah. when we last left them, they had uh, uh, <clears throat> they had gone under the sheets together, and it was obvious they were going to talk about something. And we find out that it's Wolverine confessing the real reason he joined the X-Men, and Gene is pissed. Yep. Yep, yep. Uh, really pissed. You know, and she's like, I can't remember, can't tell what's worse. The fact that you came here to kill the professor or you confessed it while we were in bed. Uh, good point. Good point. You know, bad mm-hmm. timing. Uh, and Wolverine is breaking good at this point. He's like, no, no, I turned because of you. You know, like I, I came here, but I ended up falling for it. Um, like, I thought you would be happy. Like, I'm basically, you know, it was it was <laughs> the love of this teen girl uh, is what took this World War II veteran and turned him into a good guy. Oh, man. Um, yeah why does this uh, sound like a really bad wes anderson movie <laughs> it's 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 pretty gross like whenever you remember that wolverine is old it's it's always gross yeah um they get interrupted by professor x uh broadcasting his thoughts to everybody in the capital mm-hmm. um you know he the cyclops has warned him there's there are sentinels coming here the military is evacuating you uh in the meantime me and my students will do everything we can protect you and Wolverine also changed, or uh, Professor Xavier also changed clothes. Yeah. Like, man, <laughs> everybody's I'll, costume changes in this are so good. Look, they changed clothes and then they went to the Lincoln Memorial to do like a pose. <laughs> like they were taking yeah, selfies it, it, after the, after the thing. It's, can you imagine being Storm in this scenario where like, oh, like we just went and had, are we going to Photoshop Storm in over Abraham Lincoln later? Like, it looks like Abraham Lincoln is the fifth X-Man in this, in this panel. You know, like, you know, Beast, Colossus, Emancipator, Iceman, Professor X. (laughs) Emancipator. (laughs) With the power to kind of free people from slavery once every once every four years. (laughs) (laughs) Once every four years, he emerges from his his techno cocoon to free people from slavery. The Emancipator. His superpowers reciting the 13th Amendment. Kinda. Um. We we go back to the the savage land, um, and 
this is really strange to me. Like the brotherhood don't try to stop Cyclops at all. You know, like, where are you going? He's like, I'm going home. Like, I can't just sit here and let them murder everybody. Your father's a dirt bag. Uh, you know, and they're not like, we need to stop Cyclops with our powers. They're like, you idiot, you can't make it. You're not fast enough. Uh, and this is where Quicksilver breaks good. You know, he, uh, Cyclops says like, I'm not fast enough, but you are. Why don't you stand up to your dad for once in your freaking life? You little snot. Jesus uh, Christ. Like the disrespect has no bound, no, no, no limit on the disrespect. I also, just, just like, it, it's hilarious to me because if I was chasing Cyclops to the Blackbird for him to abandon our team to go back to the good guys, I would have just stopped at the shore. Like I would definitely would have not have waded into the savage land they, water. Yeah. <laughs> hip deep. They are in a big dinosaur swamp. Mm-hmm. Uh, we cut over to our double page double page splash of Magneto leading the Sentinels riding on one. Uh, this is pretty badass, I think. Very cool. Yeah. Um, I like this a lot. Uh, the way that, that uh, Andy Cooper draws uh, or uh, yeah, Andy Cooper draws Sentinels is really good. I like it. Um, yeah. We get a, like a most of a page of them just starting to blow up the Capitol and the X-Men have arrived to try to help people. Uh, we get some back and back and forth dialogue. Uh, we get some encouragement of Colossus. Gene calls him Tractor mm-hmm. Boy, but also says like, "Hey, you know, we've got people we got to save. So like, screw this up and people die." Um, yeah, and then uh, he starts to freak out a little bit because he's literally getting like stepped on by a Sentinel, and Gene encourages him and say, saying, "These things were ancient history the second you got out of bed this morning," which just seems like a, I mean, like it seems like a Jean Claude Van Damme line, right? Like I just I don't like the the action movie energy is strong yeah. in this one. Yeah, Jean Grey, the the teenage, you know, action movie star in this. I do like that she's the um, team leader in this. That like she's taking a much more proactive role in this. Yeah, yeah. When like now that Cyclops isn't here, she's mm-hmm. stepping up. When she's not fucking, you know, it, <laughs> Wolverines, <laughs> the, the assassin they sent, the four hundred year old veteran that they sent. Um, they uh, and it's also interesting to see this in the Ultimate Universe, like the contrast with Storm. Like Jean Grey is pretty much Jean Grey in this. You know, all the action, you know, personality withstand notwithstanding but storm is usually the the backup leader of the Mm x-men and here she's you know not that uh she's not even close to being there yet in fact gene calls out like hey storm where are you uh and she's kind of hiding around uh one of the memorials and using chain lightning or excuse me ball lightning to knock sentinels out of the sky safely from harm's way uh and i like this because she's like because beast is like oh wow that looks really cool and she's like yeah you sent me that webpage with atmospheric anomalies on it and like i just started studying it now i can do some crazy shit like i really like yeah that that kind of learning and 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 like upgrading your powers i'm really down with it's a big thing during the uh the brian k vaughn one of this there's a really good storm moment where she starts talking about like you know ball lightning and acid rain and all kinds of weird weather shit that people don't really think about that she can do Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's so weird that like storm, you know, this is one of the coolest superpowers anyone's ever had. And mostly she just throws lightning, Yep. you know, and like, she can do a lot of cool shit. Yeah. Uh, not saying I need her to like throw fog at everybody, but there's a lot of cool weather out there. Um, you know, and she's getting her confidence. She's like, no, now that I'm practicing, I'm getting pretty good at this stuff. Um, Marvel girl, uh, notices that Wolverine is riding on his Wolver cycle out there and she's like i told you to stay out of this and he's like i can't do this you know uh charlie doesn't have a chance and i can't watch him you know i can't watch magneto make him eat his wheelchair yeah you know uh and wolverine has basically in all it took was like a single a single mcdonald's weekend to turn into a straight up good guy but it seems legit like it seems like he is actually 
you know, he's got the girl, he's fallen in love with Jean Grey. Yeah. And this is enough for him to to be a good guy. At least for now. Like the moment that she yeah. breaks up with them, like we'll see, we'll see what the breakup that Wolverine looks like if he doesn't if he doesn't just start oh, yeah, murdering everybody. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, he literally does. He throws Cyclops down in the middle of a pit, uh, you know, to try to, to get rid of him. Um, we cut over to a news broadcast where Magneto has stripped George Bush naked and made him lick his boots clean. Okay, so there, there's like a you know, if you ever like looking for that, there's your tag. <laughs> Uh, for, you know yep if you're ever looking for that <laughs> if it's it's extant you know holding a burning american flag in front of the white house which is on fire you know like super over the top i love that he's like manipulating the cameras like he's holding his own press conference mm-hmm. by making the boom mic and the cameras uh stand in front of him very cool uh yeah and he's you know he's you know obey us uh you know his ex we're going to execute him obey us and you can be our slaves and play things disobey and you'll be categorized as mutant foodstuffs uh pretty dark and there are probably some mutants that don't want to eat humans yeah i mean me <laughs> like just right you off know, the yeah. bat like, like just gonna volunteer yeah. not to eat mutants um he starts he picks yeah. up a the limo uh and a limo for the president and starts to uh basically is going to smash it on top of george bush live on camera when Xavier shows up and just divides the car into two pieces on either side of naked George Bush. How does he do this? I don't know, because he's never had telekinesis, right? Like, that's never been a thing. Yeah. And he's not in Magneto's head yet. Yeah. I, I, uh, yeah, I don't Yeah, this know. makes no sense. <laughs> I, I think Mark Millar forgot his powers. Like, it's Jean Grey who can do both. Yeah. Not Xavier. Unless there's, you like, know? Jean Grey, like, unless she's, like, riding piggyback on the wheelchair, which seems disrespectful. <laughs> she's hiding. <laughs> she's hiding. He's, like, like covering Gears of War. Yeah, absolutely. And, like, hiding behind the... <laughs> yeah. She's Gears of War and Xavier. <laughs> uh, but, you know, Xavier rolls up like a badass, like, we need to have a serious talk. And, of course, this doesn't go, you know, the, the way that you might hope. Uh, here because Magneto is the master of magnetism and he has an anti Xavier helmet. So he just disassembles the wheelchair and throws Xavier on the ground and throws the wheelchair on top of him. Yeah. I don't like, I know what Xavier was doing. You got to make a stand, but like you, you should have brought some backup, <laughs> right? Yeah. 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 Got some X-Men going on. Uh, we speak it um, up. We check in on beast who, uh, has his leg broken, but is still managing to avoid everything. Even though there's a bunch of mutants on him. Iceman is freezing over some sentinels, uh, and not realizing that once he freezes them over, they're going to collapse around him. <laughs> so he gets a little spook. <laughs> and then, uh, we're back over to Magneto for more villain speech, uh, where he's talking about how Xavier's death is maybe more important than the president's death, because this will show the world, how abhorrent the internet, his internet, inner Grationist agenda is um i mean he yeah. lines up a bunch of guns on xavier's head and is about to execute xavier in on air like in front of everybody yeah yep uh but xavier has a little smirk like he was expecting this this was part of his plan because wolverine runs up and stabs magneto in the back um so uh and does a little flip over him really fucks him up uh magneto is surprised and he's like i'm playing for the and wolverine says i'm playing for the other team you know, uh, the Xavier told me there, you know, you told me there's a choice between either humans wiping out mutants or vice versa. Xavier said there's a third option. Teaching um, us, uh, teaching and, everybody that they're actually human. Yeah. Um, the, you know, Wolverine's breaking good in this whole thing seems really quick. Sure. Uh, and, and weird, you know, in this, I don't really think that, that they laid track 
for this. Like I understand Wolverine has to be an X-Man. Um, but, uh, as he's doing this, uh, Magneto is like, oh yeah, I have powers and makes a, a pipe fly into Wolverine's back, mm-hmm. uh, you know, taking him out. Um, while this is happening, uh, we see somebody running across the water. I uh, hear this is Quicksilver making his way here and he made it, you know, he pops up. He's like, Hey, Jean Green, what's going on? She's like, Hey, your dad has taken control of all these, uh, nuclear missiles and he's going to fire them you know, at this point. Uh, he's bleeding out and he's going to take everybody with him is the idea. Yep. Um, and you know, they're trying to get near him, but everything is going too fast. And of course that is Quicksilver's specialty. So he runs over and we just see like a streak of green behind Magneto, but his helmet is off for the first time. Um, and yeah. Quicksilver gets the the line of that's what happens when you treat someone like dirt beneath your fingernails for their entire life. Father Magneto wisely chooses to ignore Quicksilver once again, does not respond. <laughs> still not even worth not like, even, notice, even though he just executed you basically. Not gonna not gonna bother Quicksilver. <laughs> this is yeah. kind, you're kind of boring. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> even even your threats. Um, I love this panel. I like the way that this looks. Just like the green streak and just him being like, oh, go. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah you know, this is this is really cool. And then, then we see a gigantic psychic impression of Xavier going, hello, Eric. Like doing the thing he did before, but now being able to back it up. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Um, yeah. Uh, starts brain blasting him. Magneto has the unfortunate line, get out of my head, you stupid cripple. Eh. Uh, that's unfortunate. Um, but you know, the, the day is, is basically one at this point. Um, what Xavier is doing is making Magneto into a magnet to pull all of the sentinels and bombs and stuff into him, uh, into kind of like a Katamari. It's, it's, I'm glad metal. you brought up Katamari because, you know, if, if anybody is the prince, <laughs> it is Xavier. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the, uh, and, you know, uh, excuse me, Magneto is like begging for his life, uh, but he's not listening um, people are complaining that their molars are coming out of their teeth. Uh, but, and this is costing yeah. Xavier a whole lot. He looks pretty strict. Like it looks like this is taking a lot out of him. Uh, but finally he's able to put this, this, this metal ball and just send it up into space. And he says, goodbye, old, old friend, give my regards to the Dodo. Got him. Fucking got him. Yep, got him. <laughs> he's been working on that line for decades. Oh dude. Ever since that like, fucking he's, spike he's in the savage land, man, he's been had that just <laughs> yeah, in the back pocket. Yeah, absolutely. He's, 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 like you wish he'd come up with a better comeback then, you know, and, and, and just didn't do it. Fucking hilarious. You um, Dodo. <laughs> yeah. You Dodo. Uh, this is going to turn out to be to be a feint um, when in the future of this comic, like he made everybody look like he murdered Magneto, but he really didn't. Um, you know, he he just made it, you know, in, controlled everybody's mind. Yeah. So that ends up being a, a point of drama in this this comic in the future. Uh, but for now, we're we're done. Um, you know, Magneto and Cyclops. He has his chin beard back, uh, and they are you know they're friends again. Yep. All is forgiven. You know, uh, Yep. Um, Wolverine is even, you know, back. Uh, you know, Cyclops is skeptical of this, but Mag- or Xavier is like, oh yeah, he proved himself. Um, even though I hear that he's leaving this morning to take care of some unfinished business, it's show Wolverine and Jean Grey fighting, and Cyclops is obviously very happy about this because he's going to slide into Jean Grey's DMs uh, while her boyfriend's gone. Wolverine. Yep. Uh, 
Xavier and Cyclops go outside to take some champagne, uh, watch the sunset because they are rich white guys <laughs> and they can do that. Um, and then, you know, up next, uh, Xavier leads us, leaves us off with phase two becomes a lot more interesting. And then uh, next is Weapon X. Um, yeah. It's weird to me. I read a little bit of the Weapon X stuff um, when I was reading this originally, and it's like it's so fast <laughs> like this comic book goes so yeah. hard on everything like nope we've got the magneto sentinel war now let's do weapon x like now then i'm sure immediately after that is dark phoenix like they're just jumping as fast as they can through these things it's a it was part of the the remit of the ultimate thing was to hit the greatest hits you know and just do kind of condensed it's almost like reader's digest versions mm-hmm. of the big x-men stories uh you know um and ag- again that's something i kind of respect about it i kind of dig that um, the Weapon X stuff is so-so, yeah. like I recall. And then I think that he just brings Magneto back for the third arc. And then I think Mark Millar's off. And that's when we get uh, Brian Bendis uh, taking over. Um, there's a crossover at the Ultimates in there where they fight Magneto uh, when he comes back. Excellent. Um, it's been a minute since I've read these. Yeah, uh, but yeah they, I haven't I read remember, all this stuff in a long time. Remember like the, and then after Brian Bendis, we get the Brian K. Vaughn run, which is my favorite. And then there's the Robert Kirkman run, which uh, just absolutely sucks rocks. So he uh, really, really shitty. Um, <laughs> sadly. Um, That's it. Yeah. I, um, and, yeah. I, I enjoyed our little foray into ultimate X-Men. Like, uh, you know, this is, yeah. this is very early two thousands. This is uh, really intensely early two thousands. It's kind of dumb and mostly a good way. Um, uh, you know, this this was a fun, breezy six issues. Yeah, I'm glad we only did six. Yeah, you know, this was the right amount of uh, Ultimate X Men for me. Yeah, kinda, if there had been a thing. lot and, more of this, I would have been, I would have probably checked out. Well, I mean, they get they get really bad. Yeah, you know, like a, a, you know, like I said, that Robert Kirkman stuff is pretty bad. Um, I was sticking with it. I was reading the book, you know, monthly at that point, and I remember just being very disappointed uh, with that run. The um. I have a lot of affection for ultimate X-Men and the ultimate universe in general, because it was such a big part of like my second wave of comics. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I read, read this and I read the ultimates, but I read the first, you know, hundred or so issues of ultimate Spider-Man. And that's my, that's my Spider-Man. Yeah. Like I never read like a lot of six, one, six Spider-Man. Interesting. Um, ultimate Spider-Man is great. Uh, Barnes and Noble used to put out these gigantic tomes that were like the, this, you know, they're like four trades a tome like big hardcovers and I was collecting those for a while. Um, and they're just, it's just really good. Like it's really good comics. Um, Spider-Man is the one who benefits the most from this approach. Yeah. And that's um, all X-Men business as well. Bendis, right? Yeah. 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 It's uh, yeah. Bendis did like the whole thing. Um, at least up until, you know, ultimatum and the ultimate universe started falling apart. I think it's almost all Bendis and uh, Mark Bagley jr. As well. It's like the same art team as well. Yeah that's that's a really good um, i remember really really liking ultimate spider-man like i, th- I thought it was a lot it's of good fun. yeah yeah but bendis is is a hit and miss writer but he's really good with spider-man i think yeah it's um, it's it's weird because like some of his stuff I, I could get really really into and i actually like the the quick back and forth kind of dialogue that he's relatively known for is can work with some characters and then sometimes i'm like can you just move it off the page i can't see anything that's <laughs> all dialogue yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can this be like a QR code I scan to listen to while I'm reading? Yeah, seriously. Like, there's got to be a better way. Um, yeah, I'm happy to revisit this. Someday I would like to do the Brian K. Vaughn stuff. Um, 
you know, provided the show goes on long enough. But for now, I'm, uh, you know, I'm happy. Yeah. Happy we did it. And I'm excited to go into the new thing. Me too. Well. This is going to be a lot of fun. So if you didn't hear it uh, in the last episode, our next arc is going to be AVX, which is 70 some odd issues of uh, Avengers dealing with X-Men. It's going to be a lot of fun. We have a lot of side content, like a lot of uh, tie-ins to that. That's going to be introducing us to a bunch of characters we've never really covered on the show before. So uh, just keep your eye on social media uh, for the the link that we're going to use to kind of guide us through that whole arc. And in the meantime, Mm -hmm. you can go to patreon.com slash DuckDTV and give us some money. Like every month, give us a little bit of your money. Give it to me right now. I want it. I don't appreciate it. Just give it to me. I'm, I'm going. I'm going for the pay pig market. Okay, I'm sure we've got at least like two percent. Give me your money, you 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 filthy yeah. person with a good heart. I guess I don't know how this works. Yeah. This feels weird. Paypig.com slash DuckPTV. Uh, that makes it seem like we're, we're the pay pigs, Gary. Hold up. <clears throat> I I don't actually. This is where I admit that I don't totally know what a pay pig is. I I, uh, I know those words mean separately, but. <laughs> put them together yeah. all i know is uh <laughs> yeah. like i watched euphoria on hbo and like one of the characters um has a pay pig like she has like a profile and this guy just gives her money to humiliate him and that's it that's like there's no sex or okay. anything so that's my understanding of it but like it's an hbo teen show that's like the modern day kids i guess so like i don't you know yeah. my understanding. kids are care way more about pay pigging than voting these days wow and i think that's, that's really wrong like always on their phones are, and are you sitting on the mark maron chair right now gary <laughs> what it's up with the kids these days who care more about pay pigs than paypal getting us some money uh for doing our podcast anywho uh, we appreciate everybody and we'll be back with x sanction avengers x sanction limited series uh four issue miniseries covering the first two issues this week yep bye everybody next week bye